Welcome to the Healthy Insider Podcast, where we help supplement and functional food brands create better products. Today's host is Sandy Almendares, Content Director. Hi, and welcome to the Healthy Insider Podcast. I am Sandy, and I am so excited for this conversation that we're going to have today. The Organic and Natural Health Trade Association partnered with the Williams Franklin Foundation during its annual conference in January 2021. The goal of this partnership is to open more opportunities in the natural products industry for students and graduates of historically Black college and universities, also known as HBCUs. The Williams Franklin Foundation is a nonprofit that provides scholarships, networking, and mentoring opportunities for HBCU students who have an extreme financial need. Specifically, this partnership is with where Organic and Natural Health has committed to help raise a minimum of $50,000 for the Williams Franklin Foundation during the next five years to support education expenses for HBCU students. While the Organic and Natural Health Association started this partnership, this is an industry-wide initiative and we all play a part. And I am honored that Supply Side Network 365 is playing its part at start by holding an event on March, or excuse me, on Thursday, April 29th at 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern. This is going to be a fundraising effort, effort while attendees will hear from scholarship recipients and the foundation founders. After the webinar, we'll have a virtual networking session with the scholarship recipients, and we're going to discuss their ideas for the health and nutrition industry. Nordic Naturals has graciously agreed to match all donations that are made during that event up to $5,000. On the podcast today, we've got two stalwarts who are helping push this initiative forward. Karen Howard, CEO and Executive Director of the Organic and Natural Health Association, and Brian Terry, National Sales Manager at Nordic Naturals. Karen, welcome. And could you talk about why the Organic and Natural Health Association partnered with the Williams Franklin Foundation and what specifically about this organization drew your attention? You know, sometimes things just happen the way they're supposed to. Um, When we originally started our vitamin D campaign, I would not have been able to predict that at the end of the day, as of today, that we're knee deep in the get on my level campaign and have educated more than 65 million people on the powers of vitamin D directed towards the black community because this disease has hit them so much harder, two to three time death rates and the comorbidities are so significant. So as we moved into that space and and we were learning um, more about health issues and uh, it wasn't too much longer that the Black Lives Matter um, movement really fell into full swing. I just happened to work out uh, in a boot camp that is predominantly Black Americans and predominantly women. And our coach is quite a force of nature. And he's a Howard University grad, as is one of my friends who's on the Franklin Williams board. So we would do an occasional fundraiser, a fun run, a virtual fun run. And then I went to their big uh, fundraiser and fell in love. The story is fantastic about how this woman got through one semester of school, realized she wouldn't be able to pay for it, and then literally went to school for four years 
only to then have to document every grade, every test, every paper that she took. And if she couldn't document it with her professors, then she had to retake it. And she did all that um, with the support of a member of Congress that she had interned for and got her degree and her law degree. So it's just such a fantastic story. And I said, this is something that our industry needs right now. We know we're acknowledging that we don't have representation of an entire sector of our world in our stores, uh, shopping for our goods, working at our, in our companies. And wouldn't it be great if we could support education in much the same way with the same kind of energy as Vitamin Angels has been able to do with children's health initiatives around the world. But this is home, you know, and this is us taking the, um, the industry to students, to the schools, introducing ourselves, making our best case so that we can attract some of the most amazing talent of, of talented young people I've ever spoken to. I love that. And I love that it was kismet, right? It, it feels like it was meant to happen and that feels really great. And I also loved the Get On Your Level campaign that you spearheaded. And I spoke with Dr. Breadcross on this podcast about all the great work there. Um, so I, yeah, I, I love seeing this the evolution of what this industry can and do to help ensure that we are more diverse. So with this fund, the natural, the Organic and Natural Health Scholarship Fund, is this gonna specifically apply to degrees that are related to the natural products industry? We'll leave the selection process and the designations to the foundation itself. That said, the coolest thing about our industry is that there really isn't much of a I can't think of a degree off the top of my head that wouldn't apply. You know, we're so diverse in terms of the work that we do, whether it's in cosmetics, fashion, dietary supplements. And then inside each of the industries, there's everything from marketing and sales to science to, you know, tech. There's everything. You know, we are, we literally are a supply chain of what we could show college students. There isn't, if you're passionate about the issues and if you hang out with young people, which I do, they're passionate about everything they do. So it seems like such a great fit in that one, it is work that is designed to be intentional and have a positive impact in the world for sure. And that includes environment and everything else. So to me, it's like, take your degree. I have a degree in special ed. Some people say I use that more often than I do anything else. That said, um, you know, your degree is your degree. So I think it's a beautiful fit for us. I love that. And I'm, I have a journalism degree, so that's not necessarily tied to the health and nutrition industry. And I also think it's smart that it is open and it's like, we're not saying this is only for nutrition degrees or, or something along the like, so that it's really on us to also be open and willing and really showcase what, what we have to offer so that people don't feel like they have to do this small section. Of, of, the, of the whole pie of what we work with. Yes, in fact, one of our scholars is a, that you'll hear from on the 29th is a journalism major, um, but he's also a vegetarian. And it's like, well, you know what? We have our own media in this industry too, in that regard. So that's what I mean. I just think it's so exciting. And I'm just, I'm just really enthusiastic about being able to introduce what it is we do to these students and to the schools. I'm a journalist major and a vegetarian, so I'm definitely going to be writing his name down. <laughs> Maybe great. I'll follow up. 
He's really <laughs> wonderful. He just got a Fulbright scholarship. I'm very happy for him. Okay. In addition to the scholarships, uh, Organic and Natural Health is committed to support networking opportunities between industry leaders and HBCU students and graduates. Right? The purpose here is to ignite, of course, job, job and career opportunities, but also to help create a more diverse and inclusive industry. Karen, can you talk about the importance of this? Well, so many things that are important about it. One, because we, you know, we're not Procter and Gamble. Um, we don't have these job, big job fairs that we've done historically. So being able to put this into their laps in different ways. It's one thing to get a scholarship. It's another to say, do you want to go out and experience this kind of work environment? Do you want to be a part of this and learn more? And so I think uh, I'm not sure how prevalent internships are in our industry, but I think this is a really great way of developing ambassadors. So, you know, we need ambassadors to both educate us, but also to be able to take this message back into their communities in a way that's meaningful, can be heard, and is effective. So I think this is a two-way street in terms of a learning process. And I'm working now to create some interesting pathways to be able to act, you know, get these students' resumes in the right hands so that these opportunities, we can start to create these opportunities because I do believe this is something that we're gonna need to create. I've already got the first resume that's crossed the threshold. Um, and so, and, and it was interesting because this young woman wants to work in nonprofit and I'm like, I should be able to figure this one out. So that's kind of the next step for us to be able to do that. And, and then whenever we find an opportunity to network, which Organic and Natural is pretty famous for, you know, to be able to include those students in a way that's meaningful and they can get some real hands-on experience and meet some great people. That's awesome. I agree with so much of that. One, that Organic and Natural is great at networking. And two, what a great milestone that first resume. Yeah. I want to turn to Brian now. And both, both Karen and Brian have been repeat, our repeat guests of this podcast. And Brian might be the one that's like the proximity of his last podcast to this one might be a record. Um, he was just on talking with Todd Runstead in mid-March and there you can learn about Nordic Naturals Keep initiative as well as more of what Brian has seen in the industry. Um, I want to take a step back into your history, Brian, if, if you'll allow me to go there. You've said several places that you attended Xavier University of Louisiana, which is a prestigious HBCU to get your take on what you knew of the natural products industry when you were in school. Yeah, thanks. And thanks again, Sandy, and for having me on. Um, it's, it's quite interesting because when I was at Xavier, I was not familiar with the natural products industry. However, if I was to think back on it, I was probably familiar with companies that were in the natural products industry. But the organizations and companies that used to come to our colleges and recruit through our career services were some of the big companies that, you know, people are more familiar with, like the 3Ms, Tabasco, and uh, Kellogg's, and Walgreens for not only internships, but different um, jobs, opportunities afterwards, whether it's career fair, um, different uh, business organizations. Um, Xavier's the, the big four accounting firms were, would, would all come to recruit talent and, you know, offer internships and really, you know, get, get close to those type of um, students. And, you know, Xavier is primarily known for the, for science 
um, through medical schools, pharmacy schools, there's you know chemistry and pharmacology degrees in different areas all across the board. So there were a lot of different jobs that people were into. Um, but in regards to the natural products industry, I was aware of companies, but I was not aware of the industry as a whole. With that, what would it have meant to you if you had this type of scholarship and networking opportunities, much like the Williams Franklin Foundation and the Organic and Natural Health, this initiative that, that has started? I think what it would have meant to me was more opportunity. I mean, like I mentioned all of these humongous companies. And while I did go to a um, to intern at Walgreens uh, in the Chicago area, even though my school was in New Orleans, there's a lot of students that um, different opportunities, you know, the more careers, the more jobs, the, uh, the better for these initial graduates. I couldn't imagine, you know, in a post-COVID world, what that feels like. And to me, that's what this, you know, industry and scholarship as well as awareness was so important about that at this point in time is, you know, they're probably not going to be as many career fairs. So how do you become aware of the different, you know, uh, opportunities that are abound? Because like Karen said, there's opportunities in journalism, science, business, marketing, advertising, you name it, we have a job here. So I think that there's, that's what it would have meant to me was to open up my eyes to more awareness. Maybe I could have gotten more uh, job offers to pit against each other. <laughs> there could have been opportunities to say, hey, um, this one more aligns with my mission and values at the, at the time in which I was looking at. And in some cases, you're just looking for a job. And if there's more companies that are in the running, it opens yourself up because not, not only are you competing with the people at your school, you're competing with people nationwide. And and even more so internationally, as the world has opened up to all these different careers. So the more opportunity there is, I would say that's what it would have meant to me. And scholarship as a whole is, you know, to help pay for it, to help, you know, eliminate student, student loans and um, things of that nature, because statistics do show that uh, Black Americans ha have a higher percentage of student loans than other, you know, other demographics. So that scholarship means that, you know, they might be able to buy their first house. They're able to, you know, do different things faster in their careers because they're not as focused on paying down debt because it does seem to be a bit disproportionate in those areas. Thanks, Brian. I mean, that, that look at the ripple effects is, is so important and often missed. So I really appreciate you bringing up that. And so as we look into the future of this program, when we have, the industry has attract young professionals in HBCUs, you know, the work's not over them, of course. What type of resources and support needs to be made available to make inclusion the norm in our industry? I would say the, the recruiting is, is the start. And then... Uh, but you're not going to come into a job as the, you know, leader of sales or the chief legal officer or whatever the case may be. So there, you know, mentorship, guidance, things like that, training programs within organizations. And while we're, while not all companies are as big, um, you know, key people to take the time to embrace and teach and learn is 
is key to the, to the growth of this. And then the biggest thing that I would take away also, or the two others are understanding the social, social and cultural differences of different people. The natural industry has a lot of people that have very similar backgrounds, have very similar ideology, which can sometimes uh, cause people to look at certain situations a certain way. So if you have different people with different social and cultural backgrounds and differences and allow them to be themselves, there's a high probability that you're gonna get a greater uh, difference and transparency across different things that, you know, in some cases can keep certain businesses out of uh, trouble or expand the, uh, the mindset of what that looks like. And then finally, in regards to retention is within embracing those cultural and social norms, uh, the, the training and, and as well as opportunities within the jobs, I would say is being uh, felt like they're treated fairly, um, whether that's just socially as well as you know within uh, pay quality and things of that nature, um, that you know though that has to be intentional from the companies because you know you as a student coming out, I didn't have all the relationships that I have with recruiters and things of that nature, which I have a general baseline of okay, that job is gonna pay X. I mean, there are different things online, but as you get older, that's how you have those trust. And you and if you have the trust and awareness, then that's gonna allow for long-term retention because we have a great familial industry, far more, it's not as cutthroat as some of the others. So I think that um, while there's a, a necessary success to win for all companies, I think that there, if we take, those character traits of the familial uh, background is will, will take us a long way in regards to retaining talent once we get them into the door. Thanks so much, Brian. That that gives me a lot of hope, and I think that we I've I've heard that there's a lot of interest and buy-in to this type of program and this type of evolving of the industry. So I'm really excited for what's to come and. Thank you for joining me today, Brian. Thank you also, Karen, for joining me today. You said you want this initiative to be as big as Vitamin Angels has achieved for supplement distribution in countries in need. And I totally am on board with that. I feel so honored that you talked with me today and that you're choosing Supply Side Network 365 for this big event that's happening again, Thursday, April 29th at 4 p.m. Eastern. It's titled HBCU Organic and Natural Health Scholarship Celebration. Even if you cannot attend that and you want to donate, you can go directly to the William Franklin Foundation's website, wmsfranklinfoundation.org slash donate. And then you would select Organic and Natural Health Fund in the drop-down menu. Um, and a reminder that if you do event, attend our event in Supply Side Network 365, Nordic Naturals will be matching donations up to $5,000. Thanks again, Karen and Brian, uh, for joining me today. Thank you for listening to a Healthy Insider Podcast. We are continually looking to improve your podcast experience and want to hear from you, the industry listener. Please take a moment to take our quick survey and provide your feedback at naturalproductsinsider.com slash podcast survey.